Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. It's just weird to call an eight-year-old Margaret. We called her Peggy too. And then, oh, can we go down the rabbit hole of why in the hell is your name Peggy if your name is Margaret? You, you can't even get the word Peggy from Margaret. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go.
Evans, welcome back to Questionably Awesome, where you are my incredible co-host and we answer the audience's Q&As. And you guys, if you've been listening to the podcast or if you haven't and this is your first episode, we're letting you know that it's called Questionably Awesome for a reason. Um, Yes. This is where it's questionable if we're awesome, but there's no question in our mind. No, our mind is very confident. Yeah. This is a place where we want to laugh. We want to have some lightness and we want to have some fun. So if you're feeling um, weighted down, well, actually, if you're feeling weighted down, come on over. Yeah. Sit by us. Come sit by us. You have an open chair. There's multiple open chairs. We are your friends. Come sit at this table. You can sit with us. Yes. Well, you're welcome here. Yes. So, you know, I like to refresh people on this story because I don't think they know, but you actually years ago used to be my assistant, which is so crazy. I don't think pe- like, I don't think people know that and it's because I don't think a lot of people know that because we don't talk about it that much. Yeah. Remember and- your book? It was when your book was really big. We went book tour. Oh my God. We went on book tour together. We like did all the things. And it's really funny because I'm, I'm actually, I was so so sad when you said you were moving on, like so sad. Like I cried when you told me, um, but I'm so happy because it allowed us to like have a a totally better, even deeper relationship. It's been pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about it because, um, even though I would write another book and also if you want some help with your book tour, I would love to volunteer for your second book, please. Thank you. That's coming. That's coming right up. Actually, I, I would like to write another book in the next couple of years. So for sure, for sure, that's happening. You're coming. Right. Um, I will volunteer. Your life. What's been going on? We got so much snow, Lori. It's nuts. Which is so weird to me. Like once you start living somewhere, you guys, that's warm. I'm from the Midwest. I am from the snow, 30 years in the snow. Um, and then moving to California and then moving to Arizona. I'm like, there's snow in other places, but it's going on literally everywhere right now. So are you doing in the snow or what? Um, well, it's really nice here because in the South, everything shuts down, but here the roads get plowed. People clean off their sidewalks. You can still walk your dog and stuff. The hard part is just like layering up. That's the most exhausting part to me. Oh my God. We used to go. So we would still walk every day. You guys, Chris and I are walkers. We've been walking every day, like since we got together, like 17 years ago. And so when we lived in the Midwest, we still totally walked, um, like in a blizzard, in the cold, like there were very few days, unless it was really below zero that we did not walk. And so it's like a 15, 20 minute process of like getting dressed, putting on the layers. Like I would wear ski goggles on these walks because my eyes were so cold and my face was so cold. And so Chris and I would laugh because we we had taken a couple selfies like in the mirror of us like completely bundled up. I would wear those rubber ski masks, not rubber. <laughs> Not rubber, robber. So where your nose is covered and only your eyes are out, and then I'd put goggles over them. Oh my gosh, that had me freezing. It was freezing, and I just didn't want to be miserable, you know? Yeah. But once you have the gear, you're good to go. Yeah, you just got to get used to it. You got to just plan in a little bit of time. So, and it can be really beautiful. I remember. Um, we lived in Minneapolis on like the chain of lakes. So it was like Lake Calhoun, Lake of the Isles and Lake Harriet. 
Lake Calhoun now has a different name, so I don't remember what it is. Um, but it was so cool because we'd walk out on the lakes when they were frozen. And sometimes you'd like see through the ice and it was just, it was pretty magical, like very desolate, really cold, but really magical at the same time. Like if you can find, like if you can find the magic in the nothing, I actually really wrote, ended up writing a lot about that, even in my book, like Mm -hmm. about how, you know, sometimes in winter you feel like there's nothing going on and it just looks so bleak and it's just this big white blanket and it's freezing. And it's like, there is so much rejuvenation going on and so much going on underneath the ground and so much going on with animals and they're recharging in the, you know, yes. going on with trees and all of these things that it's like, wow, this is such a rejuvenating, resting, like recharging um, time that you have to have in order to like have this fresh spring in this amazing summer. And so I really thought about that even as humans, like really trying to just realize that it can look so bleak, but there can be so much going on underneath the surface in your life that you can't see and that you just have to trust. Like you have to know that spring is coming, even though you can't freaking see it. And it's April. And you're like, did we really just get snow again in our lives? Um, Like so many good analogies for that. It's crazy. I saw, um, so I refilled our bird feeder and it had been empty since we got here and it took weeks. I was like, where are the birds? It was just all these chunky squirrels. And then finally a red cardinal came. Oh my God. Wait, when? I know. Um, this was like three days ago. Oh, a red cardinal came in the middle of like winter. Yes. So I took it as a sign. That you should switch teams. Who you cheer for? (laughs) Yes, I am now a Cardinals fan. Yeah, good deal. I love when the universe shows us like what football team fans we should be. All right, quote. Oh yeah, um, it's about Beyonce. Of course it is. I had to go with Beyonce, and she says your self worth is determined by you. You don't have to depend on someone telling you who you are. Okay. I love that that's by Beyonce because I can only imagine how many people tried to tell her who she is and what she should be. Um, like, and how she should, you know, show up on stage and what she should wear. And, and I just literally can't imagine her. I'm sure she got lost for a little bit at some point in her career because we all get lost. But I feel like she is just her, like, is like her like persona. I feel like she just like, I don't know. It's it's amazing because she really did create herself after breaking off from what was it? Destiny's Child. Yeah, totally. Destiny's Child. That had, to be hard too. that had to be a hard decision too. So hard. And have you seen the Britney Spears documentary? No, but I need to. <gasps> it's just I I really liked it because it's it's crazy how much has changed in the world since like twenty years ago and how we treated women and how. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's crazy. That's funny, Brittany. Um, I mean, I her Instagram confuses me right now, but I'm sending her so much love because that is a real like I can't imagine how she grew up and all of the things. But anyway, yeah, sometimes it'll pop up because I follow her and I'm like, huh, all right, hey. I like really. It is so funny. I have actually prayed for Britney Spears multiple times because I'm like. I I just feel for her. I can't even imagine what's going on. So, and who knows what's going on. All right. So train. I'm going to watch that documentary. I can't wait. Um, my quote is 
Where did it go? Oh, oh, I love this. Okay, Joyce Meyer. She says, we don't need self-confidence. We need God confidence. And that just really made me realize like the more that we just have faith in something bigger than us, it's like sometimes we forget. It's like, oh, I have to have all the confidence in the world to go speak on this stage, right? Like I'm just thinking of like when I've been invited to stages to speak on like in front of 10 or 15,000 people, whatever, none of it matters. Sometimes the smaller audiences can actually be harder because you can see their faces just disappointed by what you're saying. (laughs) At least when it's a huge crowd, it's just all a freaking blur. Um, (laughs) I can't, I can't see that guy back there sleeping. So that's great. Um, So, (laughs) so just like the times that I've had to tap into like this, you can do this. Oh my gosh. Like getting yourself pumped up and prepared and really getting in the zone. Maybe you take that month, like leading up to just like really get in the zone and prepare. It's like, you don't just have self-confidence. There's no way you need something bigger. You need like to have faith. You need to be asking, you need to be like praying about it. So it's just a reminder, like, even if you're lacking in self-confidence around something, that's okay. That's totally normal. It's because you're supposed to be asking something bigger, whether you believe in God Um, I say prayers or whether that's leaning into, you know, universe, whatever, whatever works for you. Um, So that's what that quote is for me. I love that. What is a question from someone? No, a review. A review, a review. A review is from Sid Litch. And Sid says, I'm so obsessed with this podcast. I listen to every episode and it's a game changer. Such a high vibe energy. So grateful Lori continues to create such fabulous content. Lori, you're the best. Such a light in this life. So much gratitude for you. Sid! I have deep gratitude for Sid today. So I just want to say thank you. And both Evans and I are so, so grateful for your review. Like that just, it completely makes our day. It never gets old. I'm telling you guys, like go tell your friends how awesome they are and what a great job they're doing because it makes you want to run through a wall. So Sid, thank you so much for your review. We're going to like have an extra pep in our step today because of you for sure. Yes. Yeah. Extra pep. Extra Speaking pep. of extra pep, Peroni. Yeah. Oh, you ready me. for some questions? Girl, so ready. All right. This is from Vivian Mindful. Ooh, I love the name Vivian. I do too. I think I used to really want that name actually. It's such a beautiful name, Vivian. It sounds so sophisticated. It's totally Um, sophisticated. You might be French or you might be a supermodel. I don't know. Yes. Vivian wants to know, how do you remain confident when you're at the start of your business and feeling overwhelmed? Um, oh man, Evans, you speak to this one. How do you remain confident? You're kind of starting something new. How are you tapping back into confidence when you start to question yourself? Um, I find I feel most confident when I'm in action. Hmm. Hmm. Totally. It's like those moments when you're just like get in your head and sit there at your desk for 20 minutes straight, just being like, this is so stupid over and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not going to do any good. Yeah. You're so right. Like even right now for me, I, the main thing is if I can just be in action and in a plan or creating a plan, mm-hmm. um, our brain is not good idle. Like we do not do well without, you know, things to do or creative things to do or our hands busy. It's just historically, you guys, if you, if you even read the Bible, it just talks about like, you know, having busy, like not having idle hands, like 
to be busy or you just get yourself in trouble, meaning you don't feel good, you lack confidence, you get depressed, you start like questioning life in general. Um, and also you do get yourself in trouble. Like you, you can actually get yourself in trouble. You can go get into shenanigans. Like, yeah, you know, talk to me in my twenties. It was just like, okay, how much can I drink? And how many guys can I meet? Um, mm-hmm. so exactly. It's like, what do you, when you have all that time, I mean, yep. I don't know where I was going with that. That was terrible. Anyway, continue. Did you ever have more than one boyfriend at once, but they didn't know, or you were talking to a guy <laughs> on the side? Oh, I don't think I did, but I, that would have interested me. That sounds exciting. <laughs> but that would have definitely interested me. To be like a French, you know, don't the French uh, have multiple little... Oh, yeah, like having a mistress is fairly normal for some. Now, yeah. if French people are listening and they're like, that is bullshit. Um, I think number one, they'll be upset at the accent that I just did. Number two, I know that it's not all French people, but definitely, you know, okay, here's what I'll say. When I was on a red bus tour in uh, Paris, they were even talking about it. They were like, okay, this is the department store. What's the famous department store? Um, Uh, And Harrods? Yes, I believe so. And they were like, and on the fourth floor, you can find, and this is an English accent because I'm terrible at a French one, but... (laughs) And on the fourth floor is lingerie where many local Parisian men will buy their mistresses lingerie. Like it was. Yeah. So you know what? I'm not even the creator of this gossip. This happened on a red bus tour and everything that happens on a red bus tour is in history books. It's It's very true. It's not. I mean, it's like getting your news, your news from TikTok. It's the same thing. But they, you know what? They referenced it in Emily in Paris, the Netflix show. So, you know. You know what? Double proof. I'm just saying, if you want a side piece, that's your business. Yeah, go to Paris. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And and for women, like I just, it, it's usually men having mistresses, obviously. But what's the name for when a woman has a side man? Yeah. I mean, I actually know a terrible name for it that the youngins are saying that I won't say on here. Um but I feel like there's a more appropriate way to say it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because I, I don't know. I don't know. Because it's not culturally like totally Accepted. normalized. Yeah. I mean, we can normalize it. I yeah. think it's a great thing to be known for. <laughs> Kidding, you guys. Everybody calm down. I don't even have the time or the energy, okay? I'm hardly keeping up with my friendships, let alone a side relationship. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of work. Honestly, if you're into that, you go. Like, if that gives you life and energy, great. But it sounds really emotionally challenging for me. (laughs) I can hardly split time between Chris and bananas, you know? Like, I'm too jealous. I would be, I would be upset. Anyway, sorry to get off track on confidence. (laughs) (laughs) The bear would not give me confidence. So I'm pretty sure we took that down the road of not something very non-confident, but I think we're doing a great job at getting it back. So what's the next question? The next question is from, whoa, is this woman's last name French? Suzanne Lamoreau. Shut your face right now. I swear. Maybe we knew this was coming. This is crazy. Suzanne says, 
How do you gain confidence when starting something new that you've never done before? Oh, baby steps of action. I think it's so crazy because this, it it might as well just be like confidence comes from taking action. Um, Trying to think who I was talking to yesterday. Oh, this girl who has a a company. um, She's like a big, a big stylist company. And you can imagine that's probably a really tough business to grow in quarantine and COVID. And she actually did it. So she was, she already had a good company, but then she like just refused to take no for an answer. And, you know, whenever she felt like she was lacking confidence and asking for these bigger um, clients, because she was determined to have, um, instead of like celebrities, she wanted like CEOs. She wanted to be stylist to like these um, big, like women CEOs out in the world. And she's like, you know, was I scared to ask them? Of course I was. But she was like, the more that I asked, and even if I got a no, I would just be like, I'm so proud of you for asking. Like, you know, so like yeah. talking to yourself and it's all about just doing those challenging things every day and doing them scared. Like you're not, confidence does not come first. I am so scared every day to the point where I will like, I I just will like count backwards. I'll be like Mel Robbins at like five, four, three, two, one, do it. And I'll hit like, you know, send or talk on my phone call or I'll open up that Zoom link and be like, oh my God, here we go. And it's like, whatever unfolds, unfolds. And I think people are so scared because they're afraid of what can unfold. And sometimes it does unfold in a really messy way. And it, I stumble and fumble and feel really stupid. And then I get off that call and say, Hey, you did the best that you could. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you're going to, you learned so much from this, everything. If you have the belief that everything is either for your evolution um, and for your growth that you will, you'll move forward because even if you mess up, even if it's terrible, even if, you know, you disappoint someone, even if it's a massive like issue and you screw up, you'll get over it. Like you'll get through it. And all I can think about is look at these like big celebs or people who have had huge problems. It's like, eventually people stop talking about it. And if they come back from it and do their best, like they'll be just fine. So I think you just have to stay in action and know that you're going to be scared a lot of the time, except just like anything, when you start working out, like being scared stops being less scary. You know, you stop being as sore when you start, you know, working out, it starts to become a muscle that you're used to flexing. Um, So yeah. Yeah. Totally. Why is it so it's so I always have the urge to just hide. Like I really like to just get it under the covers and hide somewhere when something really big is going on. But it feels so much worse to hide rather than like do a bad job and try. Thank you so much for reminding me of this because your job as a human being in order to stay fulfilled, content and happy is to create a life that you can't hide from. So if you don't, if you haven't created that yet, like I know that you're creating it right now with deadlines and with like, um, you know, committing and saying, like you've said yes to a lot of things recently, that's Mm -hmm. how you create a life that you can't hide from. Like even so now, even if you want to go under the covers on, you know, after we get done with this call, you're kind of like, shit, I said yes to these things. And I created these opportunities for myself And now I can't go hide under the covers, even though that would feel really luxurious. It doesn't actually feel luxurious. It feels like something you want to do that would be gratifying in the moment, but it's so, it it just, it's like you're literally killing and crushing a part of yourself every time you go choose the easy path um, instead of, you know, going and growing and experiencing this part of you that's your highest self, that your life that your soul actually is here to experience. So 
Yes. Oh man, this just reminded me of math because I was terrible at math my whole life. Well, maybe that's like a story I told myself, but I don't know. I didn't make good grades in math. So (laughs) it was pretty accurate. But it's like your teachers, when you go and it's like, okay, I'm doing really badly, but if you would show up to tutoring and if you would show up to like do try the extra credit, even if you didn't do it, they still knew that you were trying. So it's like, I don't know where I was going with that, but it's like, if you're still trying and failing, it's okay. You're, you're still putting yourself out there. We were just talking about this yesterday on another podcast. And we were talking about how, like, I think it's A-Rod has an average of like three hits to every 10 times he goes up there. That's really? Fail. And yet he still has records. Like he still set huge records. Like, so you have to remember yeah. you guys, you're going to, if you want to be successful, you actually are going to fail way more than you are successful. I fail so much, like so hard all of the time, but I don't, they're not failures. It's called like, you didn't, you don't like teach your kid to ride a bike. And every time they don't, you know, get up and and ride it, you're not like, failure. you're like, get back on. This is a part of it. Like, would you ever, if your kid, if you ever talk to them that way, would they even get on the bikes? They'd be like, you're making this like a living hell mother. Right. Um, and and you would never do so. Don't talk to yourself that way unless you're ready to be like, you're making this a living hell for me, Margaret. I'm not putting up with you. And you can't leave yourself because everywhere you go, there you are, just like that quote. So you better be nice to yourself. Margaret, be nicer. Margaret, I grew up with a Margaret. Um, you know, she was obviously my age, which was like eight years old at the time. <laughs> It's just weird to call an eight-year-old Margaret. We called her Peggy too. And then, oh, can we go down the rabbit hole of why in the hell is your name Peggy if your name is Margaret? You you can't even get the word Peggy from Margaret. You can't even get the word Dick from Richard. I don't know, but did you ever call her Marge? No, we did not call her Marge. Um, But I think if I see her again, I'll I'll call her that. Um, She's probably a Marge now. I really can't picture her as a Marge, but it's possible. She definitely fit into the Peggy zone. Um, what do you, what's another name that you did not expect that is abbreviated? There's another one that I'm like, that a lot of people don't know. Um, I like to pull that hat trick on people at dinner parties. Like, hey, did you know that this name is this name? I don't do that at all. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure if I, I can't think of one, but Peggy is like, how do you get that from Mark? Okay. It's a girl's name that is so confusing that most people don't know. Okay. I got to think of it later. Maybe I'll bring it up yeah. in the episode. There's somebody on a walk right now yelling it and they're like, that's my name. My name is Sarah and people call me Mary. Oh, maybe it's Mary or something. That's, I don't know. We're going to stop. I don't want people to see the depths of how my brain works most of the day even though they've got a good glimpse on it. Um, yeah, I like it. So words of wisdom, Evans, drop it. Oh. Drop it like it's hot. I guess getting that action, take that action plan, get some action. Get some action. Get some action in Paris. Take that action in the United of the States. Also in Canada and wherever else you're listening to. I say something so different when you said take that action in the... Take that action in the U.S. Um, make somebody proud today. Yeah. Make, make yourself proud. Most of all, make yourself proud. Damn right. Margaret, 
you should be proud of yourself right now. Margaret, Peggy, Dick, everybody. (laughs) Richard, Bill, William, (laughs) all of you. All right, you guys. Until next time, be questionably awesome and earn your happy. Bye, Evans. Bye, Lori. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought and honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community. And everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, Not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? 
In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers use this. And now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com.